1: Welcome to Screen Talk, New York Weekly Movie Podcast, the post-Oscars WTF 2022 edition. I'm Eric Cohn, joined by Ann Thompson, and we are tired. Um, it's been a week, and obviously, Ann, we are here to talk about the biggest surprise of the evening, which is, in, indefinitely, um, the Belfast upset in the screenplay category. Oh yeah, category. that was the
0: biggest news of the night. Definitely. <laughs> the big.
1: The big surprise, and I called and it. By the way,
0: but you did, and that's why thats why you're bringing <laughs> yeah. it up, But you know, like, hey, What yeah, else you happened got one wrong? <laughs> no, I got a few of the. I actually got the shorts wrong. That was my biggest. Uh, a lot
1: of people did. I don't think a lot of people. Queen of Basketball Queen was of basketball, popular, I should have but known.
0: I did know. I knew it, and I was being sort of stubborn about. Well, there. I, I mean, a lot of people. One.
1: We had a good weekend roaming around talking to people. I think a lot of people were saying Audible they really liked. I mean, it was probably I think quite. It was a probably split.
0: close. Yeah, yeah. So, but the, you yeah. know what? Even in the short races, you do start to hear one title. Now, you and I both picked Robin. Robin and that didn't end up winning.
1: Windshield wiper, yeah, very, and very that interesting. Was a and lesson learned, I talked you into that, yeah. That
0: was a lesson learned, you did, I'm afraid. But I wasn't voting for windshield wiper if I didn't vote for yeah, uh, A lot Robin. of people got that uh, wrong. So that one, a lot of people got wrong, but that one was a question of the, um, I will never do this again. It is. I went to the theater to see the doc shorts, and I will in the future attempt to see all the shorts in the theater because I watched windshield wiper, true confession on my phone.
1: Wow. And that was a
0: gorgeous gorgeous looking movie. I could see that. It's not that I didn't recognize that, but it didn't have the full impact.
1: No more phone, no more phone screeners for no you. No
0: more cuz I was really yes. chasing around the shorts sort of catch as catch can. Sometimes I was on the computer, you know, whatever. It, uh, lesson learned.
1: So anyway, um, obviously I, for otherwise the I most got part,
0: everything right. Those yeah, shorts and I'm
1: fairly and, predictable. And I Bel-Fans. tried to take a risk on, on actress with Penelope Cruz. That was wrong. Coda was as as we both sort of agreed when you go through it. There's, it was just really hard to see it any other kind of way. But we really should talk about the actual surprise of the night because it was upstage.
0: Let's just walk through it. Let's just let, let, let everybody enjoy what we enjoyed because we actually got to go. We got to go to the Oscars and the contrast between what it was like to experience the joy of the red carpet, that's what everybody who has never been there doesn't you can see it to a degree when you're watching the red carpet, but when you're there, there's this giddy excitement and all the nominees that we were talking to, the people who were rooting for things from, you know, Focus Features or or uh, A24 or whatever it was, um, you know, they were, ex- a neon and Neon and so on, they were excited. You know, I talked to, um, Mary Parent uh, from, uh, you know, Legendary rooting for Dune or or uh, and I predicted six wins, which we got, which Dune got. Yeah. And then, you know, there was also, you know, uh, talking to um, Eric Roth, you know, one of the screenwriters of of uh, of King Richard and and so forth. So so um, not King Richard, Dune. Dune. So you get to you get to the uh, actual. You know, they were the the producer of uh, Power of the Dog. Uh, you know, Tanya. You, you get inside and it's you know you you're sitting down and fighting over the seats and so on and and uh, and we and we were going for it until the big uh, interruption that occurred. Now you can go. Okay,
1: say, the big interruption, but, but, but the or, thing, or as a, a Pedro Almodovar puts it the, the violent incident, I think is the way he described it in, in his dispatch for us. I I it's just it's fascinating listening to you talk about all this stuff because yeah about the red carpet was
0: the, the anticipation, great. the excitement. There was, we
1: had a good time. And you I know, did have a good time overall.
0: And why is that? It's because all these people worked so hard for so long to get to that great moment, to get to their victory potential the possibility of winning an oscar most of them knew one way or the other who well was and I, also,
1: I also think that it's, it's yes there's the buildup but there's also just experientially being inside the machinery of the industry is a very satisfying place to be because you see how even if people question the relevance of the oscars and there are all these desperate bids to increase ratings it has it has such value internationally to see the entourage of drive my car there to see the worst person in the world people there all the the tall norwegians at the bar i kept thinking like they're all looming above me you know where they are you know or and to see them sort of commingling with with various stars and so forth i mean that is such a fascinating thing to see up close and so I usually come out of Oscar season thinking that's the most important thing to talk no,
0: about. No, you were, you were, and you did in the end, write about a lot of those people as you were hanging out with them. You, you, what Eric does, uh, during the, uh, I sit in the chair and I'm like laser focused on the show. And I part, vanished. Partly because I'm trying to figure out what's going on on the I show. I cut and run. Know? And, and he's, and Eric's roaming and talking to people in the lobby, including the very disconsolate uh, folks from Netflix, uh, who, who saw yeah, where, but, where it was going. But they you know? threw,
1: as we know, a, a, great dance party up at the governor's ball. And, and perhaps part what of that happened
0: was- at the governor's ball is that after they lost 26 out of 27 nominations, winning only one for Jane Campion, after all the work and all the energy and all the effort and all the extraordinary expenditures and billboards and panels, I mean, you and I know it, it, close up but even we don't fully appreciate i think what a labor goes into all of this what hours are expended not just the money
1: people's the full-time work. jobs it's their job through every minutia of this stuff including the conversations that we have and the various kinds of news stories that come out of various other award shows we and work so and, we
0: hand in glove with them in in the oscar season so in the end they were very unhappy and i was there at the governor's ball as you were and and saw them sitting in their section which was a big section For Netflix all their films over there in one corner and at some point they just snapped out of it and went to the dance floor hit the dance floor
1: yeah and and Jane Campion put her Oscar down and then all these people started picking it up and posing with it it kind of felt like throw caution to the wind and just let things fly I mean there was something sincere in that even if it was performance,
0: the well, there's also the, the question of, of how dangerous it is to put your Oscar down. Francis performance yeah. was stolen. At, at <laughs> Maybe she
1: point. just doesn't care anymore. She won the damn thing. They'll get her a new one if it vanishes. So no, no,
0: yeah. they found it. But the the thing with um with uh, Questlove, he was on uh, he so Summer of Soul. We're kind of jumping around. Summer of Soul ended up winning um, Doc as we suspected it would, and its um, moment was really hijacked.
1: Yeah, all right, so fine, we can talk yes. about this thing. We. I feel like the reason we're jumping around is because you want to talk about the other stuff. You don't want to talk about what Will Smith we're did. We're kind of tired Croft.
0: of it at this point. But
1: I mean, that's the thing we do have to, we do have to deal with it. It is right.
0: the elephant in the room. We were there, we watched, we saw, we heard the slap. We heard the yelling from the chair. We you saw heard it go echo
1: up. in the theater. That's what was so chilling. I posted a, a video of it. I mean, it was like, he wasn't miked. So you could feel the silence in the room in a way that it, I watched it, as you may have as well. I did TV again. I watched not the whole even, thing again. Because it was quiet on TV, but hearing it was just terrifying because you just didn't know what to do. You know, it's like if you're in a bar and some brawl breaks out, you get distance from that. But what it do you do? It was a
0: queasy feeling. It was a very sick, sort of sad, upset feeling because then you also understood that there was a question looming in the room. What now? What is going to happen next, and how are they going to handle this? So there's one right. moment where P. Diddy comes out and says, hey, guys, you know.
1: We'll resolve it this. at the gold party.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then, Wrong and then people. there's a, that hilarious moment where Schumer, I thought they handled this very well, comes out and says, did I miss anything? After yeah. right. she'd been Spider-Man up there in the harness. Well,
1: what was weird for me, and I don't know what it was like, I mean, you stay in your seat and watch the thing, but for me, so I was like, on the lower floor like I do, it popped in. I went in because I wanted to watch Doc because I, I, we had the run of show and I knew Doc was coming up and I wanted to watch that because that was a category that I wanted to see Questlove speech so for. But you were in the room. So yeah. I was in the room, but I was sort of off standing near the exit because I figured I'd watch that and then pop back out. Then this happens. And i took a little video of it and i was like back outside and i saw industry people i saw apple's matt Denler and peter kajowski from focus and i saw adam mckay and everybody wanted to know what just happened because they weren't in the theater you know so it was just like and then i looked at my phone and i started telling them and they're like can you text me that video and all that kind of stuff and then i look at my phone and i've got like 50 text messages including my non-industry friends, who might not even have been all my friends off, are doing the
0: same thing. What happened? You know, what happened? Tell they want to know,
1: and so I'm trying to explain to people how I understood what was happening, and but it was really hard to fully clarify because it was happening in real time. So, so we were. It was up, just so uh, I was sitting
0: in front and back of the two, uh, like the the bureau. I think it was probably a senior AP bureau chief type, and uh, Lindsay Barr, who who writes about film for AP yeah and she was smart she went down and stood and I went joined her a couple of times she stood over the railing and looked down
1: on the floor
0: below to see who was talking to who and and what we've learned from all the reporting later and we were also checking our phones we looked at the Australia video we looked at the Japan video these were the uncensored because uh, people at home didn't hear the audio of the right. yelling it was right. it leaped out it was totally silent. And you and i watched it you watched it you saw what they saw at home so yep. i i i we you could see the whole thing unfold and you could we were in from where i saw it you couldn't tell uh it looked very choreographed that's why people were so confused by whether it had really happened or not whether it was staged and we couldn't from the angle where we were looking we couldn't see how much Chris Rock recoiled. But if you looked at the video and you looked at the photos that started to emerge. It was a
1: hard um, flat.
0: It was a recoil. And that he really was hit hard enough to, yep. to back off.
1: So the thing that's so shocking about the I mean, there are many things that are so shocking about this, but it's that Somebody like Will Smith, who lives in the public eye, and somebody like Chris Rock, not, these guys knew each other, and they had a relationship. And they, and had, Chris, a they
0: had a feud. That he
1: would be so overcome with anger in that particular moment to behave that way on live TV. And then maybe, we don't know exactly, not leave when he was asked to leave. We don't we know. that. Well, all right,
0: let's parse animated. that. Okay. So what the reporting? Questions. what the reporting shows... Uh, a, he, as he suggested, Denzel Washington and Tyler Perry went over to talk to him. And there was some brushing off of the shoulders that everyone witnessed, you know. And then there was the, uh, also the uh, Bradley Cooper went over. And there's a very lovely little thing that happened where this very overwrought uh, um, one of the uh, guys on the stage who, who was one of the, you know, holding the Oscars guys and escorts for the talent. You saw him a few times in the course of the evening. You were even introduced to him at the beginning on the red carpet section. Hmm. That guy went over and was very upset and talked to him for a while and was crying and left the, the house. Um, so then there was, then the question is, uh, I didn't see this. And Lindsay Barr didn't either. I either. I checked with her. Ruben and Hudson went backstage, went into the green room. This is David and- Rubin, the
1: head of the Academy and Don Hudson, the CEO
0: who talked to, and they spoke to um, his press agent and they they talked to her will smith's press agent and she was going back and forth so whatever they were saying they were saying to her they didn't go in and confront him directly in person yeah. which i think is chicken shit of them yeah in but it's not view, surprising they should have done it yeah. they should have stood up to him eric you know me very well i am not the president of the academy i'm not an important person if 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 it had been me, I would have gone and confronted him.
1: I know. I mean, that's it. but it's what's not it's not surprising. And I wouldn't to have me. been
0: afraid of him. I wouldn't because have been it, scared to do that.
1: But I feel like the the problem that we've seen with the academy over the years is is that they just are not they don't have contingency plans. I mean, you would think five years after the law was not la something
0: lane, they could have predicted. It was seriously. so
1: it was just so strange psychologically to be going through this and these aren't Security people. I mean, Will Packer. Like who was the Will Packer? To exactly according
0: to reports that broke, um, he came yesterday, out. Went out, and he's the, and he, all right. So who's in charge? Is one who's of in the charge? That's
1: there. it's like he there wasn't a contingency plan he, for. No, he Google. really
0: is in charge. Will Packer is the producer of the Oscar show. It isn't ABC. It isn't the Academy. It's Will Packer. They designated him to be the producer of the show, and he ended up. Telling Will Smith to stay in his seat, according to reports
1: and so now that we have all these reports, everyone's going to have their version of the story, and we have to live with this, but there's also this broader question of what are the repercussions, right because the, the Academy, Academy had to leave. did
0: not tell him to leave if they did tell him to leave, they didn't do they're denying. Pac- what's going on is that is that will Smith's people are denying that the academy made an order for him to leave that that in that that was requested of him because the academy c- came out first they said we condemn this then they wrote a, a a statement then they finally had a meeting and decided that he would have to go through uh, a process of investigation right. so and
1: the whole question san- of who you know sanction, probably should he have left is is ultimately going to be this like Open question in the history of broadcast TV, this bizarre live moment where he gave this speech that they had enabled him to be able to give in spite of doing this. But the real question. And a lot of time went
0: by. There a was lot, like was a 40 minutes that went by. Yeah. And then they, and they didn't speech. play
1: him off. They didn't play him off. But like of Wanda the
0: Sykes said to Ellen DeGeneres, who also hosted the Oscars, it was very sympathetic to her as all stand up comedians were, by the way, sympathetic to Chris Rock that he that this is open season on, on on comics that you can't have allow someone to come up and hit them because they don't right. like a joke you right know? so the behavior was allowed to continue people stood and gave him a standing ovation this is very disturbing to me benedict cumberbatch stood and gave him a standing ovation i a think lot a lot, of i mean did. i'm
1: not going to make apologies for that but we were in the room and there was so much un- i mean i remember watching they that were cheering like- I, I didn't know what to make of anything about anything anyone was doing because everybody was processing this in real time. Being in that room was just such an unusual sensation, and I I don't know if we should like go back and like relitigate who stood and who didn't stand. Some and like ask every person, do you regret standing and all that kind of stuff. To me, it's really more just a question of okay, uh, what what how do we address this particular issue in a way that seems responsible and allows people to feel like there's some sense of accountability here because he clearly did something wrong and that luckily chris with.
0: rock was not hurt yeah and chris rock when asked did not the press charges backstage yeah. did not press charges he still he he made some glancing reference to it at a At a show that he did, which people sent reporters to. Mike Fleming attended that show. Everybody wanted to
1: see him say something, and you know he's got he's wrote this material a while ago, and he's got shows booked like for months. So
0: So he will make some statement at some point. There's a great deal of sympathy for him. Everybody's on his side. He, when I watched it again, I was really, as I was the uh, the night of, very impressed with his. um, Well stamina and, guy, and poise. He actually went is, ahead and gave the award to Questlove who was unfortunately a, not being paid attention to. He well, gave a lovely speech.
1: Questlove said that he was doing transcendental meditation. When that's they called right. Out stuff. So, Fallon, like, look up he that clip. He was, chill. he was chill. I will say it's, Chris Rock did do something that's regrettable which is he made a joke he had already made once before at another event for Summer of Soul where he said the movie is uh, the Oscar goes to Quest and four the white guys when Joseph Patel, who's a producer on the movie is in fact, Indian American. And, and wanted,
0: wanted to lay claim. To yeah, he had a like actually, thread on Twitter that I And I, I spoke appreciate. to
1: Joseph. If you look at the story I wrote, he's quoted in that story. I mean, I thought he was rehearsing his speech with me. He didn't actually end up speaking, but uh, he was very, very proud of, of having that designation at that particular moment. There had actually been a South Asian uh, celebration dinner earlier that week for the nominee cause there were several nominees, including Riz Ahmed, who won as a producer of the short film. Um, so knowing that that was planned, it was, it's, really unfortunate. I do hope Chris finds a way to make him. I don't know if he will, but also I hope that Joseph Patel can also appreciate that winning an Oscar for producing Summer of that Soul is the big important deal. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It still matters. So anyway, so, but let's, let's get back to the Academy question, right? Because they're saying, there's there's rules now that it's going to take. There are
0: bylaws, and they're very strong. Uh, they're, if you look at them, it's strongly worded. What he did was absolutely an assault on the academy and and the the audience and uh, in the room and around the world. So they they really um, I think um, I don't think he should have been allowed to go up and accept his Oscar. But given that he did. Um, now they have to come up with some way to punish him and hold him responsible, as you said. And they will. They're going to take some time. Weirdly,
1: talking to some colleagues, I I flashback to the experience I had in the New York Film Critics Circle in 2013, when Steve McQueen won Best Director for 12 Years a Slave, and Armand White, presumably quite drunk from his table, called him a garbage man and a doorman and we held an emergency meeting that resulted in his expulsion from the group. And Tina Fey made a joke off of that. What did you do
0: that night, though?
1: That night, nobody really knew what to do. All there the, was, that night, there was, it was a weirdly, it's like almost like a, on a micro level, similar kind of thing. I mean, it was like in other nobody words, you allowed really allowed
0: him to stay in his seat.
1: And around, and yeah. I mean, nobody, uh, near film critics had, are both, That
0: was just yelling. That wasn't, was
1: just yelling, but Steve McQueen flew to town to accept that award. Yeah. And it was a stop on the award circuit. And Tina Fey made a reference to it on the Golden Globes like the next day or whatever. So it was. Very frustrating. It was very frustrating. I remember to to our chairman that year, who was Josh Rothkopf at the time at at New York, at time at New York. And ultimately we held the a vote, and the vote came down to a question of should we expel him or ban him for a year? And I remember voting to ban for a year because to me it felt like this is a punitive action. A guy like that probably isn't going to want to stick around in our presence anyway, but it shows that there are standards without being sort of totally absolutist about it um, but others felt differently and he was he was banned and then got really good press out of it, including a New york Times profile and and that was that but it did sort of reinforce this idea that you can't just be boorish at these events and assume there aren't consequences so I would think that the Academy might be leaning in that direction, oh, they but are. It's they're really going to um, have uh, uh,
0: uh, another meeting on April the eighteenth, which is the usual sort of Oscar post mortem. meeting. But some
1: people are going to want to boot him for good, and I bet even some will want to take away that Oscar.
0: I and don't think you can question. take the Oscar away. I but he doesn't own strongly it. About that. It's a loan, him, and the right? people—well, they voted for him to get that Oscar. sure
1: but they could take it back if the if the academy wanted to hold a vote to make that decision no i don't think so
0: because it's the academy members who voted on all of their ballots for that oscar to be awarded to him for that performance so the whatever the board of governors can do this this that horse is out of the gate they Hmm. can take away his membership they can refuse to invite him ever to come back to the Oscars. He had he said that. He was quoted saying, I hope they have me back.
1: Now he said it in um, his speech. Yeah. You know,
0: so so I think that I think those are the sanctions that they and, and they
1: he's allowed employ. to present uh, a case or make a statement Next to them in writing.
0: He would usually be invited to present best actor again. He he will not be, I'm sure. Well, I would
1: assume back. not. And I wonder if Chris Rock will want to come back you know, like after the Moonlight Law. Remember they had Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway come back again to do Best Picture right that time. I I mean, all of this just opens up all these questions. I mean, I've talked to Academy members who are just like sad and embarrassed. I mean, it just opens up all these questions about like, what what are the Oscars supposed to be projecting to the world? And how does that, you know, wind up syncing with What it needs to be on the world stage i mean it's like the tv show wasn't particularly great and then it wasn't as disastrous
0: as all that i mean the one that was disastrous was last year and this one with the pendulum was swinging in the direction of something more commercial one of the interesting things um that kind of got set aside in the conversations about the oscars because it wasn't that you know at the top of everyone's list of what was important was the eight categories issue eric yes. what was your oh yeah fitting? i mean when you let's looked rewind. At it again. when you let's looked rewind. at it again what did you think
1: so we sat down for an hour before this thing started and i was like texting audio files to our guy backstage to write up these speeches which then wound up more or less being intact yeah. in the broadcast so i almost felt like you know, it was sort of redundant to do this in the first place because they, I don't, I would be surprised if they saved that much time. The show ran over. It was At a quite long.
0: Nine minutes.
1: Yeah. And I remember sitting there in the audience towards the end, it was like right before actor and then picture, and then actress and then picture, there was another comedy sketch. And I was like, why are they doing this? They should have kept this for time. But um, the there was something about the overall way that that unfolded that felt like it was just, so forgettable like by the time the show started those awards were just like a whiff and there were some good speeches the queen of basketball speech was really that good that was a good speech but that was, good.
0: everybody saw the speech i i have to say the first one i think that was i think sound was the first one that came on they um they cut too quickly to to the it was really like a weird jump cut yeah where you're where there's but how much time <laughs> how that? How did that guy get to the microphone yeah so what,
1: what are you talking about like 30 was, seconds teleported
0: you know to the to the mic so they, they made it. they showed hard. more people climbing onto the stage after that but yeah. but seriously it wasn't worth the surus it wasn't no. worth the fact that they are at war the academy itself if you think about it what is the academy the academy is is 17 branches uh representing now that they've expanded 9500 voting members yeah. you know up dramatically in the last six years and then and then you have the 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 three governors elected by the membership to represent each branch so you have 54 altogether because they've got some um uh people representing uh you know uh, people of color and so forth on the on the on the board so you have like three of them. So you've got like 54 all together. That's a very unwieldy group and they're representing the membership. That's the problem right now is that the membership is up in arms. Yeah. Because most of them are in the crafts. You, you know? I believe, I tried, tried crafts,
1: to ask This them. is what mm-hmm.
0: happened. So I was talking to somebody who was giving me these stats. The crafts add up to about 32% of the academy altogether. Um,
1: That's- yeah. Not, not nothing, that's for sure, you know, I mean, so, it, the- so, all
0: right, so, so, which is one reason why Jane Campion's movie didn't, didn't, didn't make it because you have so many people who could vote who are the Dune nation. The crabs. Yep. Yeah, all right. So in the way, anyway, so, so basically you have the, war, the Academy is at war with itself. Steven Spielberg is angry. Denis yeah. is angry.
1: You tried to get he these people to talk about it, and I spoke believe- to Spielberg.
0: Yeah, yeah. he Not said that he yet. was going to take his ire to, to the actual uh, academy meeting. And which, and, by
1: the way, that is terrifying. Like, I'm just, you know, something when he speaks, everybody listens. Because so, they
0: didn't. They've had this debate they didn't for years on this, and years but. and years. They didn't bring it to a vote of the board of directors. Yeah. They I, uh, governors, governors, they didn't do it because that's the, the governors are the ones who represent the rank and file. They definitely didn't do that. They, they, they made a decision on an executive decision on their own to do. I this. think a
1: lot of the, so a lot of the governors are terming out this year. So I think there could be an opportunity for the Academy to really look at this as, okay, we have this new it's a fresh, not a total fresh slate, but a, something of a reboot needs to happen, like in a really big kind of way to think about how to sync up the agenda of the members of this nonprofit with the contract they have with a- ABC. Which is what makes show. hundreds
0: of millions of dollars. So here's another thing I haven't got this nailed down, but there has been an enormous expansion in the number of people who work at the Academy since uh 2012 you know from hmm. something like 250 to something like 650 and i need to check these facts and make sure it's accurate so just it's an army me. basically bear with me it's expanded a good deal there's a lot of i don't know how to put this i want to use the word boondoggle i i want to say they travel they play they you know they live large the people well, who work who wouldn't? at the academy i
1: mean it's a it's a pretty cool gig. It's a
0: very wealthy place. And they're accustomed to that. And they they put the a lot, so they, they also, Don Hudson's legacy is the museum itself too, the Academy Museum. So there are all these different issues uh, of how uh, should they govern? Who do they represent? Is the ABC show, show the best way to represent what the Oscars are? Give out right. all the awards, let it be what it is. And if it has to be a smaller event, like the BAFTAs or, or the uh, Tonys, you know, which are fractionally smaller than the Oscars. Mm-hmm. You don't wanna throw away what it has become, but maybe it has to become the classy version of itself on another venue.
1: I mean, there are so many it, I don't I'm not convinced that you can't make this a great show and make it appealing to people in a wide array. Of, uh, I think the constant attempt to, like, make jokes of the weirder movies that got not get nominated. They like, made a lot of fun. I mean, The
0: Power of the I, Dog was not the longest movie that was made. No,
1: but that's it's the same thing that, Nick, you know, Nick Offerman made some silly joke about about nobody seeing the movies nominated when you hosted the Spirit Awards. Like that mentality is going about it the wrong way. Just assume that some people watching this thing are aware of the movies, some aren't. And so you have to like make the case either for those movies or just find other stuff you can build on top of the event itself to make it appealing. I mean, I think there's, there's two different things going on. One is that if you're somebody who covers the Oscars as we do, this is actually the last few years have been very exciting in terms of the way they've opened up to a wider array of movies. The Parasite Victory, you know, the the Moonlight Victory, the fact that Drive My Car got all these major nominations. You see, all these things are, are really valuable. Yeah, but
0: they don't bring in an audience.
1: They don't bring it. But that's why I'm saying, I mean, I don't think we should be trying to get popular movies nominated or making jokes about the movies that nobody's seen. I think you just have to think of the show as being discreet from all of that. There was making entertaining in its own way.
0: There was a time when the Oscars represented a mainstream uh, conversation that occurred across the country and across the world. And and that the movies mattered. And that the, the the culture has shifted in such a way that the big movies don't matter in the same way. And the big movies are that do matter are Marvel movies that aren't going to get nominated by the Oscars you know, outside of the tech categories. And so how do you bring more people into the tent how i don't like the fact that they're trying to popular make it a more populist dumber you know to the lowest denominator kind of thing i don't like that any more than anyone else does but i also recognize that they're not wrong to try to make a commercial accessible mainstream show right there's there's a balance to be expense of what
1: you're celebrating i mean to me i think like night of too many stars Think about, like, can you do something philanthropically that would bring as many top-tier celebrities as possible from whatever industries? Don't put freaking Tony Hawk out there so he can be like, what am I even doing here? You know, bring major... I like that Diddy was there. I mean, I like that you had that element... Uh, you know the way that they did we don't talk about bruno like there some were- of
0: those people are real luck sean mendes i mean he was like a lug you know what it was sort of a waste of space
1: with a random decision i mean it, i was like there must be some bigger play here and there wasn't so we need to figure out what is the bigger The writing play.
0: was okay the writing could have been a lot better and the problem is too that the producers bring in I mean, I think the the three hosts did the best they could, you know, with
1: the with with. For Regina back. Hall, though, she you had know, the worst material. I know, of the three.
0: But in a way, I have to say, uh, as the feminist in me doesn't approve, but on the other hand, having all those good looking men up there was sort of amusing. I but that's I she's such. A, I
1: mean, you see her in movies like Support the Girls, and it's like I just don't buy that she was into that. I don't know. Of of the three hosts who have commented on that night, she is the one as we record now who still has, has not, has not addressed
0: anything. it. Yeah. And I wonder
1: how you know it must have been very
0: she's supportive of Will Packer. She's been in his movies. Right. Girls Tiffany Haddish, Haddish was was also supportive of him and yep. and and of Will. That. Yeah. So they weren't yep. going to challenge him. Um you know Will Packer uh, wanted to to bring the ratings up and he did.
1: <laughs> did he or did that just happen? I mean, what I'm
0: really afraid of is that the, you know, they, the ABC stats were very amusing because they, you know, we were reporting that it was the second worst Oscar show, right? So they went up <laughs> to 16.6 million after it had been 10 million. Uh, the, no, that was a pandemic anomaly. So no one should use that as a real uh, marker. What, the question is, were they going back up to where they were before the pandemic? And of course, that's not true. They didn't. the, the I, Before the I, pandemic, no. the numbers were in the 20s
1: well so, i mean there's so many different reasons why i mean it's like what's the show marketed inappropriately did they you know i didn't feel like the they way they announced it very hard anyway. i mm-hmm. they
0: really did i i i think it's a, a, it's always mm-hmm. about the movies was dune enough to bring everybody in i still don't buy that story? argument That's, i don't it's know not an argument it's a fact titanic and lord of the rings brought in the biggest numbers those of were any different year.
1: eras like, in that era, the Oscars, like you say, I mean, movies had a different resonance in our culture, even to in 2003 or, or Well, you or can't suggest that I mean.
0: Moonlight brought in people. It, it didn't, you know?
1: No, but I, again, I don't think it's the movies. I think it's the concept of the Oscars, and the Oscars themselves have to sell themselves no, to the No, it has the to be stars. a question
0: of what is the conversation culturally in the country around movies and you and i are part of a very small little bubble of people yeah, I, I that love care about bubble. the movies in a certain way it is not, not a wide you know uh, i i am delighted that lost city did business in theaters that sure. is a movie that i enjoyed and there's hope for us yet i'm delighted I, that dog did well in theaters i, I want mainstream commercial bit. movies to succeed i want there to be real um uh success in the theaters and i'm very worried about that but i don't forward. think
1: that's the oscars they are
0: connected
1: i don't think that if dune was nominated for best picture these ratings would have been massive I it just, was I,
0: nominated I, for best picture
1: i, I mean if, if dune had like would been a front run let's say like the way that some people or, or it if, won uh, the most Spider oscars
0: of any movie craft right uh, and it,
1: it didn't has, and didn't improve yeah. the ratings
0: it wasn't a, no. the kind of movie that we've been discussing. It was a four hundred million dollar movie. That was so
1: Spider Man. You, you think if Spider Man had a best
0: yeah, picture? they would have had more people. I, absolutely.
1: But it got that fan favorite thing.
0: Yeah, well, that was a wash, wasn't it? It was a complete like, who cares?
1: But they worked it in. It had something, it, it didn't and they allowed play, people participate. It was participate. obviously
0: an embarrassment. By the way,
1: they haven't announced Zack Snyder's
0: that. Army of the Dead. I
1: know. I know. By the way, the reason why I was like "Dune" I, it was a brain fart to say like "Dune" wasn't nominated for Best Pictures because I had basically forgotten about "Dune" by the end of that ceremony. It won all these awards early on, and then we kind of moved on. It's kind of ironic. Happy
0: at the uh, victory party. <laughs>
1: but you know, what was. I don't the think this that made it on. was sad
0: was how unhappy the King Richard people were.
1: Well, sure. They I mean, been
0: joyful. They should have been.
1: Should have been a big moment. Really, been for able all of them.
0: to celebrate the for the Williams sisters oh for my the. God.
1: Ray Green, who directed that yes, performance, he was you know,
0: disconsolate. He was so unhappy.
1: Yeah, he wasn't and I was thanked
0: by Will Smith.
1: No, I was a real bummer. He did a great and, uh, job. I mean, yeah, he's it's moving it's on, he's movie. got
0: a series coming up, which yeah, is
1: David Simon's new series. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess we'll see where all this leaves us. All I can say is where we are right now. I'm really glad that in two weeks. The Can Film Festival lineup is going to be announced, and we could talk about that for a while. I'm going to on vacation.
0: A you're going to have to talk about that with someone else.
1: I'm going to, and then when you get back, you're just going to dive right in. I'm going to New, New really excited York, excited. and I'm
0: going to go to Can, and I'm very, very excited about that. So let's do the Can lineup because you did a lot of uh, hard boiled, hard. Let's. What's the word? You hard expended labor. some <laughs> shoe leather on uh reporting this uh all these movies it's like overwhelming now they're not all going to be there no some of Every them are going to venice it. anyway
1: we've been doing the wish list for years i inherited it from some other people we do a sundance wish list and a can wish list and the way that i think about it is like if you pick up the phone and you get some intel it you, you find out more things than you do if you just like look on imdb and make some guesses so you know that like in I mean. is retains right like bardo's going face. to venice from in or um you know people were thinking about some of these other other films like say asteroid city from Wes anderson not done right so those films aren't going to be there but 50 movies that we came up with you know, some of them are definitely going to be there, and others, you know, may or may not. But I'm like, I'm going
0: to bet you to dollars to donuts that the Chris Pine, Ben Foster, the contractor, a special forces action picture, will not be there.
1: Well, I mean, you never. That's really a very know unlikely like scenario. Because sometimes what happens is you Paramount. get a film that, yeah, has its international uh, yeah, it needs yeah, an international they do that, launch. But they do it when, the when there's film.
0: some patina, do they want Chris Pine that badly? I don't think so.
1: You never know. I mean, it could be, there could be horse trading there as well, depending on what else they have.
0: But so. we're excited about a lot of things. I'm excited about Bowie from Brett Morgan. I'm excited sure. about Crimes of the Future from David Cronenberg.
1: That will be huge with Kristen Stewart in mm-hmm. his first movie in almost a decade.
0: And remember that her old boyfriend, Rob Pattinson, starred in Maps of the Stars. So this is yep. her time with, with Cronenberg. Yeah. I and love And her that. first
1: project post-Spencer Oscar yeah. nomination. She's been at Cannes
0: so. many times. She's an old fan. So that's a likelihood that they would have her back on the red carpet post-Oscars, no question about it. Um, And I, you know, a lot of the... um, uh, I'm excited about seeing um, 3,000 Years of Longing, you know. Yeah, anything from
1: George Miller. Pedro and, and yeah. we want
0: Tilda Swinton back on the red carpet too. Or
1: how about Park Chan Wook with Decision to Leave? That's a film that was actually on this list last year because he shot it a while ago, and then they've been always excited to see him. Park is always a, a, a you know a wild ride, so there's something like that that I think people will be really excited about. And also like some stuff that it's like the thing I like about Cannes is you kind of like graduate to the bigger scale. Like you have filmmakers who start with something like kind of smaller. Or even not Well, even I want to see in. Kelly
0: Reichert get into the competition. Yeah,
1: Kelly Reichert's new film. I, yeah. I know that's sort of being discussed now. Everything's so last minute. They, there's a lot
0: of pressure on them to take the the women directors that they have consigned to uncertain regard and put them in the competition, and so they need to they need to move her. Need to move yeah, her up. she
1: was already on the friggin jury. like it's it's about time. Exactly. And the challenge with with competition films, you watch them, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's a competition film. like you can feel it. But sometimes if they're like they're not sure how it's gonna play, they might be reticent and her films can be, you know, sort of a slow burn. So that's maybe true. there's some reticence there. True. but that could be- they they gotta just go through with it. If the movie's good, and it's Michelle Williams and all that stuff. Like you get the red carpet so just just go for it, you know. I have a
0: question for you. Why do you think that Luca Guadagnino would bring bones and all to Cannes and not go to his native Italy with that, with a Timothy Chalamet movie?
1: Because of Timothy Chalamet.
0: Because he wants to be on the red carpet. Yeah,
1: you know. I mean, we don't know that for sure. I know that the film has been kind of floating around for a bit so if it doesn't show up at can then it's probably going to fall it's a
0: cannibal movie though right what is with well, they this they love that
1: it's kind of crazy fresh. yeah it looks wild i, I mean do look want
0: cannibal movies
1: <laughs> you want you want something nice and easy
0: no it's just cannibal well no he if
1: or specifically you don't if want Vlad that
0: aninio pulls out something reasonable i'm happy of course no i was going to sing up this.
1: In, in on the subject of people uh, graduating to competition you remember that film border a couple of years ago from ali Abbasi that ended up getting the makeup nomination really cool crazy fantasy movie he's got a film called a holy spider he actually has two films coming up another is with uh numi rapace that's about uh it's a hamlet adaptation but holy Spider sounds like another Really wild movie about this like extremist who gets arrested, and it just his his work is so unpredictable. So I'm really excited about what he's an Iranian Swedish director, and I'm really excited for him potentially graduating to competition as well as uh, Anna Rose Palmer, who made this film The Fits a couple years ago that was a very small American indie um really innovative look at like a, a virus of all things that overtakes like a high school community but she's got this a24 film god's creatures that uh it's got emily watson and a bunch of other people in it that i think could be really cool so and then there's uh sarah polly's new movie with yeah, uh, francis mcdormand a, a narrative
0: film and, uh, and an amazing cast also francis mcdormand yeah. ben wishaw rooney mara and uh Jesse Buckley and Claire Foy what an incredible cast
1: yeah and, a, I I love no you. shortage of, of, of women directors so do you
0: really think the whale from Darren Aronofsky that one is an interesting
1: story i, I think it. that it will be close but you never know so yeah. like for How example weird I,
0: is it is the question yeah right.
1: but also is it is it going to be ready in time i mean this was a mo- this was a movie shot I, th- I think like last fall or something um the Red Rocket, as, as you may recall, like we didn't know Red Rocket was going to have a chance at Cannes because it was done. They had a more or less rough. Did
0: that very fast. And
1: yeah. it was like, yeah, accepted like a day or two beforehand. Yeah. So something like this may be down to the wire. I'm sure Aronofsky would love to be there, but who knows? So I he guess we'll to, see. You
0: know, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Thierry Frimo will be looking at these things yeah. gauging whether they're yeah. the right ones for the right. Some of these things yeah. are a little extreme. The, For example, I'm curious about uh, the way of the wind. This is Clarence parents, Malik. always
1: seems to material. He is like the wind, Asia? right?
0: Roarig from Son yeah. of
1: Saul. Yeah, pretty he wild.
0: amazing. Hey,
1: he amazing shot that movie. Actor. He shot the movie a while ago. So, I mean, you never know. It's like it's just still usual. tinkering with it and all that kind of stuff. And Ruben case, yeah.
0: Ostland has a new yeah. movie. The guy who made that, The Square. I cannot wait to see He
1: won that. the Palme d'Or for The Square. He's part of that class. He'll be in there. That's a movie that was shot on an, on an island um a little it's while a ago it's, it's been done for a because bit it
0: looks like so these people get t- deposited i'm reading your your reporting <laughs> class warfare story yes yeah, yeah. they exactly they get deposited on a desert island and they have to figure out who's gonna who's gonna survive i love it yeah. it's like a game of survivor
1: yeah yeah, yeah. no and his his like kind of that's
0: gonna do well that's, that, that's up there on my but
1: list. you got to be careful about can hype we never know until we see them i mean that's that's part of the fun of the job too right it's like you know this is going to be a good time and then something else surprises you instead anyway and you're going to get to take some time off i'm yes, jealous i'm
0: taking some time off and i will tell you um also that i wanted to give you um uh serious points for uh your conversation with pedro amadovar on the co- on the red carpet at, at the oscars which yielded <laughs> yes, my favorite amazing. story of the yeah. oscars by yes. far better than yeah, anything we wrote
1: I think it was cathartic for a lot of us to to read his journey because there were so many bad vibes this week, and then to see that this guy one he was able to set aside the incident and and deal with it, but also show that there was all this excitement around cinema and through the prism of his own experience, setting up his own project, and that's what continues is creative yeah, but people it was like also that.
0: Also, so relatable because he was being very honest about the kind of pre-show jitters that you have when you're p- putting on sure. your outfit and whether your stomach is going to show you know I can relate <laughs> yes. to this and uh you know the idea the idea that uh I was personally vindicated by his approval of Zendaya and her performance in Malcolm and Marie yeah. yes that was hilarious the only one who <laughs> approves of Zendaya
1: and then he says like he calls it the very uneven Malcolm and Marie and he describes this whole thing about her and he's like I'm not sure she understood what I was saying, and you can picture that, right? He's just sort of like rambling to her and she's like, what's happening right now? <laughs> Hopefully someone sent that to her and she's like thinking I should really sit down with that guy and talk about oh, working together. Oh, she's smart
0: enough to yeah. know how important that conversation was. And then yeah. he may, in fact, I'm curious to see if he ends up going through with his first English language movie, Manual which he's never been willing women. to do all this yeah. time.
1: Well, don't yeah. forget, I mean, this is a guy who passed on directing Sister Act in the early nineties and in some ways, I mean, talking about everything we've been talking about today, like there's a guy who professionally has benefited from not committing to being part of Hollywood when he was a hot young director and has continued his own path. He's got this own situation in Spain that works for him and doesn't have to be subsumed by that. So doing an English language movie with American stars, is kind of intimidating, right? So we'll see how it plays out. And it's nice to see that that element um, that frailty in real time so as he travels through the I love. An Oscar. I read
0: his story, and it's like you're, any any writer, you know, I mean, who's really good. You know, you're you're in their hands, and you're with them, and you're seeing. Yeah. Them. I want to spend time with him. I love him. Yeah. I always and enjoy talking to him, and I yeah, love being guy, in, in his movies. I, there's and, a I guy who likes being to, immersed in them. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: there's a guy who likes to go to Cannes just to watch
0: just exactly. to watch other
1: people's films. So hopefully, we'll exactly. see him there. All right. All right, and we'll rest easy and we'll see you back here in see two, you weeks.
0: two weeks. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye,